Anyway, uh, a review of Godzilla King of the Monsters, which is directed by Michael Doherty, who doesn't really have a very esteemed uh, directorial career so far. It's the third in the legendary uh, Pictures Monsterverse, which is an attempt which is not stuck massively, but done okay, uh, to create a Marvel-like world, this time around the monsters. I gave Kong Skull Island 0 out of 10. I absolutely detested it. I don't even think it was my worst film that year, actually. I think King Arthur, the uh, the reboot of King Arthur that Guy Ritchie did, was actually even worse than the Zero. Um, so the Godzilla film that came out in 2014 was very hit and miss. It had a lot of really beautiful stylistic visuals, arty stylistic visuals, some of which is carried over to this film, but not to the same extent. If you like really good art house visuals for a $150 million budget monster movie, it's great on that score. It just doesn't hang together as a film at all. It's very boring in the second half, and none of the humans are interesting because they have Brian Cranston of Breaking Bad fame dominates the first half of the film and he's great and they should have just kept him as the actor instead they killed him off and the people that replace him are so bland that they don't even return for this movie really um so this follows on from that movie uh the human race has become aware of godzilla and also the fact that godzilla isn't really their enemy uh and the godzilla in these films is far away from the you know 20 foot high monster this guy is a skyscraper he's absolutely enormous and incredibly powerful um this time around it has vera from as somebody that is um working with um basically there are lots of different monsters around the world that are all in these cocoons and they were all now mon being monitored by science uh, and the only one roaming around is godzilla who the army are sort of hands off uh, don't touch don't tell um, who's not bothering the human race at all and they keep tracks on him and he's 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 sort of regarded as a good guy now because um, he ended up in the first film fighting other monsters that ended up you know saving humanity and so on uh, this time around Vera Farmage is a, a uh, scientist who has worked out how to broadcast sounds that the animals respond to these monsters most of them are in these cocoons uh, surrounded by scientists and so on uh, and then these uh, like mercenary uh, animal welfare people come in, a proper army and everything, and kidnap her and her daughter and basically tr try and force her into um, releasing all of these monsters onto the world. And their whole endgame is that, you know, we should we should be allowing these creatures to thrive and it's not up to us to... In, you know they're they're part of this world they're keeping balance and we need them in the environment so they basically have this desire to release everything on the planet at once there's a really big twist which i thought was a pretty good one so i'll leave it hanging in the air uh, and i won't pro uh, won't you know, divulge what happens this is probably the most interesting thing that happens in the movie but basically this uh is it Ghidorah? one of the most famous Godzilla movie characters is this three-headed beast absolute beast who's basically the rival of Godzilla he's the apex and so is Godzilla and they're the two most powerful of these creatures um, and he used to appear in the original 1950s Japanese films as well he comes out and um, they expect him to be basically um, 
a, a, a more benevolent character than he is, and it becomes apparent that Ghidorah is actually not from planet Earth, and Ghidorah actually wants to use all of these creatures to his own ends to destroy humanity. Um, so that's the basic trajectory of the movie is that this Ghidorah is the anti-Godzilla and he manages to control all of these other monsters that start appearing as well. People like Mothra, who's a very famous character from the Godzilla movies as well. And Vera Farmage's husband, who is Carl Chandler, who's very recognisable, probably embarrassingly enough from the start of the uh, last of the uh, Batman movies uh, starring Christian Bale when he's with Bane on the plane and he says big enough for you sort of thing that that very famous um, opening part of the movie where he's a CIA officer but he's he's, he's usually good quality in everything um, so that's that's the premise of the movie anyway Godzilla again fighting everyone now this time around um, it's not a great film but the one thing they do have that is truly amazing is the monsters in this one. In the first one, it was very, very cagey. It was very slow. You didn't see much for much of the runtime. There weren't much in the way of monsters. They did do some beautiful visuals for the monsters. This time around, it is chock full of monster action. And the visuals are stunning, absolutely stunning. Not as arty as the first film, but it's still remnants of that in there. And... The, the they've got a style which actually makes this you know 150 million dollar budget modern film it actually has the feel of the japanese originals the way that some of the monsters are portrayed um and there are some amazing sequences with the monsters that are just jaw-dropping especially with uh, Ghidorah. Godori? is it Godori? i don't know now i never hear these names spoken out loud so i I, I'm not sure how to pronounce them, but the uh, the three-headed monster has some amazing stuff, and the whole Barney with Godzilla, which you know is coming, is just stupendous. Um, they're really, really good scenes. It doesn't hang together well as a movie particularly. Uh, the plot is a little bit rote, and most of the human characters are, once again, even with someone like Vera Farmiga, who's very engaging and very likeable and interesting, um, there's not too much in the way of human styles in this film. Um, the plot's a little bit more interesting than the first one, but really this is a movie to go and see if you want to see top quality monster action. I thought Skull Island was just dismal, but this is streets ahead of it. It's, it's really, really got some great um, apocalyptic action involving skyscraper-sized lizards. Uh, and it's, it does exactly what it should on the tin, or what it says on the tin. So I would say um, it might be a little bit of a fail, and it is on the human level. Um, but as far as getting the monsters right, they've done everything they could this time around. So I'm going to give Godzilla King of the Monsters a 6.5 out of 10, and just go to watch the effects, because they are absolutely great.